Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, Joe, I know we're getting ready to go on the magic here in a few weeks, but I just wanted to let you know that you have a shot at beating the world record for eating ice cream if you can eat 16 and a half gallons in six minutes. I'm going to do it in five. Oh, snap. So <laughs> much. <laughs> Welcome to episode 114 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Disney magic. And before we get started with the episode, uh, I kind of want to go ahead and say thank you to all of our supporters. Thank you to everyone who, who's been out there writing the, writing the reviews. Keep the reviews coming because it really helps us. Keep on giving us ratings because it helps people find us out on the podcast platforms. We also uh, have some good news. We are going to be on the We Be Geeks podcast network. Just, just search, go to Google and search We Be Geeks network. And um, we're also still on Sorcerer Radio. Thank you so much to them for having us streaming on their websites, on their um, streaming services. Uh, we're excited to be there. Thank you also to our Patreons. Uh, you know, you got some of you guys have been there since like day one. And thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys mean the world to us. This month, we are going to be actually be doing a giveaway for a candle. Usually we do a wax mount for our, one of our sponsors, Three yeah. Cheeky Chicks. Thank you so much, you know, to them also because they've been our sponsor for a while now. But we're actually giving away a candle. Not just a little wax mount. We're actually giving away a candle. Also, for any of our new Patreons, this month, or next month, we are going to be donating the money to Give Kids the World. Go check them out at givekidstheworld.org. It's a great foundation where you, kids who have like health issues, you know, they kind of have them, the, the kids and their families all go to a cool village for a week. They take care of them for a week. They send them to Disney and to the theme parks. So any new Patreon members will be donating that money to Give Kids the World for August and September. I took a lot of time saying thank you. So Alex and Jen, if you guys want to go and say thank you, you guys can go ahead. You sound like a parent. Guys, <laughs> do you want to say thank you? No, for real. Um, no, thanks. Thanks so much to everybody who listens, everyone who takes time and downloads it, everyone who looks forward to it um, every week. And of course, you know, our Patreons, we definitely would not be where we are, where we are today uh, without their continued support. And we truly do appreciate each and every one of you. Ditto. And there goes Alex, the man of few words. <laughs> so what do you guys think of the Disney magic? I love the Disney magic. I love the smaller ships. I love the intimacy of them. Um, they are just, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love any Disney cruise, but truly my favorite ships are the magic and the wonder just because of those reasons It being smaller, more intimate. I just like them. And I feel like we just talked about this, right? But <laughs> uh, the bigger ships, right? There, I like those better because I'm a baby and I feel safer, I guess, on the bigger ships. <laughs> but I definitely do like the smaller ships and definitely the magic and the wonder. Uh, smaller ships, you're gonna you're gonna see people more than once on your trip, and and I've had this happen before where I'm walking around the magic or I'm walking around the wonder, and I run into someone and we are like, hey, I just saw you, like. You know, yesterday, or I saw you earlier. How you doing? You're like, hey, hey, how you doing? And then we start talking. We're talking about DVC. We're talking about Disney. We're talking about our love for Disney. We're sharing that, you know, together. 
on the fantasy and, and dream, that's not going to happen. So I do like that part of it being smaller ships. I get to see people more than once, you know, have that more intimate feeling. You can see the other side of the ship when you're on the magic or the wonder dream fantasy. You're not going to run into people. It's, it's rare to run into people twice. You know, it's massive. Uh, but also the technology on those ships. I like technology. You know, I love, I'm always into the new technology. I'm always into the new VR headset, the new game, the new, the new, whatever. That's, technology. that's for sure. Huh? That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the new ship, they have the new technology. So, and that's, that's, that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, the small ships, I, I get it, but it would be kind of bad if you kept running the same guy over and over who really want to talk your ear off about something you don't care about. I mean, that, that, would, that would be the downfall of those small ships. So I think if you're someone who doesn't like running the same person over and over, big ships would definitely be the way to go. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and give it a rating. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to rate it a nine and a half. A nine, nine and a half. A nine and a half. Yeah. Because, you know, I love I was going to go ahead and rate it a 10. Yeah. But the uh, I mean, because Disney cruises are like my favorite thing to do. They're my favorite things to do in the world. I like them better than going to the parks. I like them better than uh they're my favorite vacations to do because i really feel like i'm on a vacation yeah uh i'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine and a half though not a ten because i'm gonna go ahead and give a ten to the fantasy and the dream how about you jen what are you gonna rate it uh i'm going to rate it a nine because uh i want to see what the new ship is like and i uh i mean i love all disney cruises don't get me wrong so um i think a nine is good i wouldn't say anything is perfect i would say a ten uh maybe but um, only after I check out the wish. Okay, how about you, Alex? I know you haven't been on it, but you've done right. a lot of history on it. So yeah, go ahead and- I can't wait to write it. So until I write it, I'm going to give it like an eight. I think, I think all the ships will be awesome to ride. I mean, doing the history, I'm like, man, all this stuff that's inside the ship is crazy. All the things they have in here. So I think an eight would be now. And then maybe once I write it and maybe once I ride one of the bigger ones, I'll fix my ratings then. <laughs> So, Alex, when you were writing the history for this episode, you yeah. and I were together. And when you were writing yeah. the stuff, you were like, I can't believe like you, exactly what you just said. I can't believe this is on it. Yeah. How is this on it? Yeah. How is this on it? Because there's just so much to do on these I ships. I know. It's there's crazy. There's so much to do on these ships. And we're going to talk about some of the different areas of the ships, right? And my favorite ship, like the kid, like, um, so the kid areas. Amazing. The, fir- the, fir- the very first day you go on the ship. The adults get to go into the kid areas. Yeah. It's like open house, you know, right? But then after that first day, adults are not allowed back in that in those areas. Right. It's, uh, I think it's actually like half a day or something like that. And, they, and then the kids are able to kind of have that area to themselves, you know, so the adults can go do their thing like after this, the ship that sail. But the, the adults are able to kind of go into those areas. And uh, the dream had the Marvel. I mean, not the Marvel. The magic has a cool kids area because it's like Marvel themed. There's a lot of Marvel yeah. stuff there, right? My favorite, though, man, is on the dream because when you walk in there dude, i remember i was walking in there i was like dude it's like the millennium falcon you go in there you can sit down and you can actually fly the millennium falcon you know uh there's like the table that you can kind of sit around i was like this is like the coolest thing in the world like how can kids not love to go here but the marvel one was really cool too that's on the magic and we kind of talk about that here coming up in the history yeah it's like why can't you just make a uh adult fun area like this Dude, man, I talked about this before. And when you get the little app on your phone and they have all the activities, it's like cards, whatever. I'm like, dude, I want to play cards. I want to play Gaga Ball. Like, I love Gaga Ball. Oh, basketball, two and two tournament. I mean, you can't. Yeah. It's like all like 
for kids. I'm no, like, you're what? too you're too old. Oh. Haven't you? Nah. You've showed up to a basketball tournament before, and it's been for kids only. No, I have not. One and he walked away so, a uh, champion. <laughs> one time I went, and there was like no one there. I was like, oh dang, that's the day I had all the ice cream. Did you win? Yeah, man, I won in my own heart. But the second time, <laughs> there was a bunch of people there. I made it to like the finals, and it was a lot of fun. And everyone had they were like, oh dude, we have you for winning. We have you for winning this, and I lost. I lost by like one or something like that. The guy got lucky. <laughs> I got nervous. I got nervous. He had magic that day. He did. He he must have drank Michael Jordan's magic juice, whatever, from like <laughs> the first Space Jam. <laughs> Let's get to the his on the Disney magic. Disney Magic embarked on their inaugural cruise on July 30th, 1998, and Disney Cruise Lines never looked back. Disney Magic was one of the two ships that set sail in 1998, and now has four total ships sailing yearly. Magic, Wonder, Dream, and Fantasy. There's also the newest ship, Wish, set to sail in 2022, with two other ships planned to be sailing by 2025. Disney Magic and Wonder are the two smallest ships part of the Disney Cruise Line, and set the tone for what a Disney cruise ship should be. Its defined features and accommodating layout brought forth a cruising golden age that Disney is still modeling their new ships after today. I believe those are the classic ships, is, the, is their class. The term. Um, let's, let's just go ahead and throw this out. So let's just talk about what happened so everyone can know what happened. We were about halfway done recording this episode. It wasn't halfway. It was like a quarter minutes, 30 yeah, minutes, 20 quarter minutes. In. Yeah. We were past the second history. We we just got past it. Yes. And Alex's computer, which we are recording on, got the blue screen of death. And so we are recording this for the second time. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> it's hard because you can't get your it's it's you're like your mojo's completely um kind of just interrupted. And it's yeah, hard yeah. to get back into it. And we're all fumbling. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're not awkward. I was just thinking in my head, God, this show is going to sound so <laughs> I, awkward. I hope this but, isn't your first episode because this is not how we normally are. <laughs> but, you know, the good news is this. The good news is this, is that our patrons got to hear like a good first 20 minutes, though. We, we, it was good. It was that solid. No yeah, one else solid. will ever hear. And no one else will ever hear. Never yeah. get that back. No, we'll, we'll never get it back. We'll hold it close in our hearts. But <laughs> the good news is this, okay, is that. We did the first history, second history, the third history, fourth. That's all going to be new content. That's right. We've never got that. That's so, right. I mean, just, just keep on listening, you know? <laughs> now, about the class of the ship. So these are called, these are unofficially called the classic ships, the magic and the wonder, uh-huh. but they are the magic class. Oh. Oh, okay. 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 Hey, Jen, do you, do you know, do you have any, because I know you're all into the inside thing. I know you're always on there, you know, searching like the, the interwebs and the dark the dark places of like the internet whoa <laughs> calm down you think i'm on yeah. the dark web looking up disney cruise stuff yeah, i don't Good know grief. but here, do you have any idea what the new ships are going to be called because there's some new ships coming out or when they're going to be announced is it this summer coming up or so, next it's me next summer i mean so originally what was supposed to happen is that the they were releasing three ships three titan class ships they were supposed to release in 21 22 and 23 boom 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 they were all going to be uh, same size same class obviously um i don't know other than that i'm sure different amenities and whatnot unfortunately covid so the first ship got pushed back a year 
And that's the wish. So Disney is really, really, really good and very tight-lipped about um, what they're, you know, like their unveilings. Like this is not a, um, it's not the kind of thing where it'll accidentally leak out um, because they've got this whole unveiling down to a science. You know, they know who to, you know, send the information to. They know who's going to get that information out there to everybody. They, they know how to present it in such a way that everybody's going, you know, take my credit card, sign me up. I'm going to, I want to be on the, I want to be the first one on the ship. I mean, we tried to get on the inaugural. I just wanted to see what the price was for, for it. the wish. Yes. And you couldn't, I mean, it just sold out so fast that there was no way you could even touch it. Um, so, and that's, that's not by accident. So I don't have any information on the other ships. I have a feeling that that type of thing, there's the, um, the D23 Expo thingy that's oh, going to be yeah. in Orlando in November. I have a feeling that that's, there's going to be a lot of unveiling for that um, at that event. You know, now that the wish has been announced and everything, you'll notice every couple of weeks, they give us a little bit more information about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that'll be tight lipped. There was a rumor before this was announced as the wish that it was going to be um, considered the Triton because a lot of times historically the first ship of the new class is named after the class. Hence the Disney magic is the magic class, you know, mm-hmm. category. Um, but it wasn't, but the wish is the Triton class. So maybe the next one will be Triton. I don't know, but there's, there's little things that try to leak out. You know, somebody said, what if it's called the imagination and stuff like that? Mm. But, um, nothing confirmed. Hey, Jen, uh, you know, talking about the wish, we're going to talk about our cruise in uh, October, 2022, that we're going to be going on the Disney wish. We are. And we have some Patreons going, Steve, who's in our chat right now, he's going, which I can't wait. And we were talking about earlier, kind of beat like the ice cream. I think I'm going to try to listen, Steve. I know you're listening right now, right? We need to do some research on a Guinness World record for ice cream cones, like smaller ice cream cones. So I think we're, we're going to try to break that record. Okay. We're going to be on the ship. I'm going to be tearing up ice cream or whatever. I get sick. I get sick. We're going to have people cheering us on. And I'm hoping to have like the Guinness World record guy there to kind of like sign us off on it. But we're doing it for sure. Chris is in chat right now. I'm hoping him and his wife is going to be at the time. I hope they get to come with us. Uh, but we have a bunch of people going with us. October 2022, The Wish. Um, Listen, I am booking right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm booking the outside spa. There's like, did you see the, the information on The Wish that there's going to be like outside spa like area or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So <laughs> after I eat the ice cream, I'm doing the outside spa. I'm not going to eat like a week before leading up to the to the cruise. I'm going to tear up some food. We're going to say, Alex, you're looking like you have something to say. He did said you- he's going to book it as soon as the show's over. That's what he said. You could, uh, you can Is that get. What you said, Alex, you're no, gonna book it. No, I didn't say that. You could get the uh, the world record for most ice cream eat, eaten in international waters. Ooh. Did you look it up? No, I'm just saying, like, I doubt, I bet that's one that's available, maybe. When during the next part of the history, I'm looking that up. We're gonna get back <laughs> to that. In 1985, Disney entered a licensed partnership with Premier Cruise so they could utilize Disney characters on their ships. In 1994, Premier ended their relationship with Disney. So Disney approached both Carnival and Royal Caribbean for potential partnerships. These negotiations did not end with any agreements, so Disney decided to create their cruise line. The idea for Disney to have its cruise line was not a new one. Since 1994, Disney has been packaging their hotels and resorts with other companies' cruise lines and has always told guests they plan on forming their cruise line in the future. Once Disney decided to go forth with their own company, Arthur Rodney was hired 
as the first president of then-named Magical Cruise Company Limited. Before the year was over, Imagineers already drew up plans for their Disney cruise ship. Disney executives decided to go with a 1920s-inspired look, resembling luxurious ocean liners. Disney cruise ships are well known for their dark blue hulls, red funnels, and elaborate yellow insignias. The Magic's atrium lobby is awe-inspiring. Its arc deco with modern sleekness will dazzle any guest. The grand chandeliers hang from the ceiling three decks high as Helmsman Mickey sits at the bottom of a grand staircase. Helmsman Mickey is cast in bronze and welcomes all the guests to their wonderful stay on the ship. The lobby features vibrant coral, blue, and aquamarine colors. In 2013, Disney Magic received renovations to update the ship, including putting in Marvel's Avengers Academy play area, replacing Karaoke's restaurant with Rapunzel's Royal Table, and replacing Mickey Mouse Club with Club Disney Jr. So um, a fun fact about why the color of the, um, the ship's hulls is that specific kind of really dark navy blue is because during those meetings uh, that was referenced in the history when they were planning uh, the decor of the ships, um, there was they wanted it to be blue. And one of the executives pointed out the color of another um, executive lady's pants and said, that's the color that we want. And so that's the color that they went with. And I probably had plenty of time to figure out what the name of the color is. And I still didn't do it, but um, the color is named after, um, after her. So all of the ships, that is their signature color. It's very unique. Yeah. Jen, whenever I go to your house, one of the things I really like to look at, I don't know why I look at it every time, but I do is on your <laughs> piano. <laughs> you have all like these little, you have all the Disney ships. They're kind of like, I don't know how, like six inches. Right. <laughs> and next to the ship, you actually have the character that's in the atrium, right? Yes. Sorry, yeah, I yeah. was actually I actually got um, distracted because now this time I am going to look it up. Um, <laughs> of what the color? Yeah, but um, it's it's our favorite souvenirs. Is we whenever we went on the ship for the first time, we get the model of the ship and then the model of the um, sculpture in the atrium. So hopefully, fingers crossed, the wonder has that as well. Oh yeah, for sure. They're not going to miss the opportunity. And Steve put in chat. The most ice cream eaten in six minutes is a lot. I'm not sure if I can do that. It's 16 and a half gallons of ice cream in only six minutes. Oh, my gosh. Is, I'm not sure how about that. And uh, but the most ice cream eaten in one minute is one um, eight hundred and six grams, one pound, 12 ounces. I think I'm gonna have a shot for that. All right. I got the scoop on the color. OK, go ahead. Oh, you got so, the scoop, huh? I got the scoop. <laughs> so the color is ice actually- cream scoop. The color is 87% black and 13% blue, and it is called Monica Blue. So her name was Monica. That's right. <laughs> wow. Pretty interesting. Yeah, because so you think you it's, it's after Mickey, but then that blue, Mickey's black, not blue. So, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Who, and interesting. who was the, the character in Atrium in this one? I forget. It's, Mick, it's Mickey in this one. Yes. Oh, it is Mickey? Mickey Helmsman Mickey. Rink. Mickey in his in his raincoat, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's we saw him over in Alaska in the raincoat, didn't we? He didn't really have a raincoat. He had a um, like the the, the yellow kind of overall, I guess you can say, with like the boots, fisher, like fisherman. Gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in his fisherman gear. Well, I'm just thinking he's wearing his rain gear, like in like why is why is Mickey wearing wearing his rain gear? You think? Oh, because he's on a ship. Yeah, man, but you're dry on the ship. Not if not in the you know not if you're. You know, olden ships and you're sailing through the rough seas. That's right. Yeah, well. Okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> this is new content coming up right here. <laughs> in 1995, Disney ordered two ships, the Disney Magic and the Disney Wonder, from Fincantieri's in Italy. Fincantieri has been building commercial military vessels since 1959 and is currently the fourth largest shipbuilding company in the world. The cruise line would end up costing Disney almost the same amount as a new theme park. Disney cruise ships are built in two halves, with the bow built at Fincantieri's and Kona Shipyard and the stern at Margera Shipyard. The bow is then transported to Margera Shipyard, where the ships are joined together and will weigh approximately 84,000 tons. Once finished, they will be 964 feet long and 106 feet wide. It has 875 staterooms with a lot of variations in design. The ship has 11 decks and can accommodate 2,713 passengers with 945 crew members. It cruises at a speed of 21.5 knots or 24.7 miles per hour with a maximum speed of 23.5 knots or 27 miles per hour. In 1996, Magical Cruise purchased Gorday K as a line's private island costing $25 million to transform it into Castaway K. Disney signed a 10-year contract with Port Canaveral to be the ship's home terminal, and now Disney Magic was officially announced for its maiden voyage as part of the Disney Cruise Line for March 12, 1998. Disney Magic will leave Port Canaveral and head to Nassau, the Bahamas, with a stop at Castaway K for a total of three to four night cruise. This trip would cost an average family of four up to $5,600 with round-trip airfare included. The first ticket for the inaugural trip was raffled off on the Lifetime Channel in 1997. Construction delays forced Disney to postpone the first ever trip to April 30, 1998, but additional delays caused the voyage to be pushed back again a few more months, causing the actual inaugural voyage to set sail on July 30, 1998. Disney instantly became an innovator for the cruise industry by introducing their cabins with a bath and a half and their rotating dining room schedule. This schedule allows guests to have an aspect of similarity while also getting to experience different restaurants. Guests receive their schedule upon boarding, which will rotate them through three of the restaurants available to them on the ship. The waitstaff and fellow guests who may be seated with you will also be rotating alongside you. The cruise line also was the first to launch the soda card concept, an idea that has been implemented by rival cruise lines. The soda card is a purchase a guest makes. The card comes in different amounts, as well as unlimited. The initial soda card will be stamped by staff as receive a soda until the card is filled. Now, I will say this about that. Disney is, um, they, maybe they launched the soda card concept, but they are one of the, I, they may be the only ship that they don't have that anymore or the only line because you don't pay for soda. It's, it's complimentary. And other ships, you still have to have that card, but Disney doesn't have the, the soda card anymore. No, they do not. Um, the, uh, having gone on the other ships, the um, bath and a half is fantastic for a family because the way that they have it split up, you have, you know, because let's be honest, unless you're you're doing these concierge rooms or these suites, you know, the rooms are tight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's half of a hotel room. So the fact that they have the bathroom split up in such a way that somebody can be showering and somebody can be using the other side of the bathroom and mm-hmm. it's completely separate. It's wonderful. When you're trying to do something like get ready for dinner or everybody's coming back from a day at Castaway or, you know, something like that. So that's pretty, um, that was definitely innovative and a huge asset still to this day. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing that they have kind of cornered that market on. Um, and then, of course, the rotational dining, which, you know, I know oh. that you love that, Joe. Yeah, I do love that. 
And it's funny because I actually had in my, um, I don't know if you guys can see it in my, um, let me hold it up Ooh, by my face. Man. One of my keys to the world, it was in my desk and on here is one of the, is the rotational dining. Um, is that a late night one or early? It's I'm trying to see where this one's from. This is a seven night one. So no, it was, late. it was late dining. Seven so nights. We ate a lot at the Royal table. You have, there are three different main dining rooms. Now on most cruise ships, there's like your main dining room and you sit with, you know, your table mates. If it's a big table, you know, if it's your family, you know, you're doing a family reunion or a birthday or something, mm-hmm. you've got your family all together. Uh, if it's just your family, you could be put with another family, but that's kind of like, you know, the standard, that's the go-to place. Every night you're going to go to this dining room at this time, and you're going to have dinner with these people. You go, they put you at your table, you meet your wait staff, you meet your, your table mates. And now here's what's cool is the next night you're in a completely different restaurant, but you have the same waiter, you have the same table mates, and you're going to do this throughout the cruise. Every night you're going to be in a different dining room and you're going to have a different menu. Um, And sometimes you have a couple of different experiences in those dining rooms. And so that's really unique because there's, you know, definitely some familiarity, you know, your waiter, it's still the same thing. Your waiter gets to know you, your likes, um, you know, what you're drinking for dinner, uh, what things to avoid. I know one of the cruises, our, our waiter discovered that my daughter really liked the scallops that they made. And every dinner after that, he had a gigantic plate of scallops waiting for my daughter. Delicious. Every night, didn't matter what restaurant. So it's kind of, it's, it's really a unique experience because you still have that adventure of something new every night mm-hmm. and yet still the familiarity. No one does that. No those. other ships do that, right? No, no, it's, it's unique. Yeah, just man, Disney. that's pretty cool. I mean, that you can't beat right there in itself. I think that experience in itself is worth going on a Disney cruise instead of going on another cruise ship. These cast members, they do a really good good job getting to know you. They care about you. Um, you know, these cast members, we, we've talked about it in the parks. The cast members can really make the experience. Oh, yeah. And on these boats, the cast members make the experience. You feel like you're on vacation. They would pretty much do anything for you. And uh, we've actually uh, friended uh, a cast member that that was working on one of the ships, um, Adi, right? Is that how you pronounce yes. the name? Adi? Adi, Adi. Yeah. Super cool guy, you know. At the time, he was a. Uh, I was playing a game that he was playing, and we were talking about it and the the video game League of Legends. And you talked about the scallops, the waiter bringing out the scallops. We've had that done multiple times with the beignets. Mm-hmm. You know, the waiters they they would bring out beignets every night. They were bringing out like this full on beignets. One night, my son. He ate the cheesecake and he really liked the cheesecake. And then we rotated, we rotated to a different room, uh, to a different restaurant. And my son was like, oh, there's no cheesecake. And guess what? They brought him cheesecake. And not only did they bring him cheesecake, they brought him huge, two huge pieces of cheesecake. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you are not going to eat this cheesecake right now. And he's like, oh, come on, just let him eat it. I'm like, you're going to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, cleaning up throw up then. Like, you know, and uh, they go above and beyond to take care of you. There was one time I think my uh, steak, I looked at something weird. I didn't even say anything. I'm not, I'm not supposed to complain at dinner, you know, right? But I think I looked at something weird. I was kind of like, I was still going to eat it. But the waiter was like, oh, is there something wrong? I'm going to take it from you. And I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, nope, I saw, you just, I saw you look at it weird. He took it from me and brought me something totally new. It was crazy, man. Like they are unbelievable. They're the best, the best in the world for, for sure. I, I can tell you the one time there is this souffle 
Um, it's a, a grand Marnier souffle and it was something oh. I was really looking forward to. Um, but time was short and that's the, that's the only, that's the only criticism that I have about the dining. It's definitely an experience. Um, you know, it's a course dinner. Um, but sometimes, you know, the, the ship's busy, you know, there's a lot yeah. to do and not a lot of time to do it. So, um, you know, you're kind of looking at your schedule, like, Hey, I got to go. I want to do X, Y, or Z. And we were waiting for these souffles, which of course, if you know anything about cooking souffles do take a little while. And so we knew we were running out of time. No big deal though. You know what? It's fine. We're, we'll just, you know, we'll get it next time kind of thing. And our, our waiter was like, absolutely not. And so he actually packaged them up to go and had everything ready with these souffles wow. and brought them to us covered so that we could take it to our next event. And we did, we, we took it and we went to the show and we sat in the back and we ate the souffles <laughs> because that's they're cool. really good. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of service. And that's when we start talking about the industry standards, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they do that just really sets them apart from other cruise lines. And it just really makes you want to, you know, be that return um, guest over and over again. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And like I said, oh man, I cannot wait to go on my next Disney cruise. Cannot wait. The Disney Magic contains both restaurants and entertainment venues designed for various age groups. For families, there is the D Lounge, a high-energy entertainment venue for the whole family to sing, dance, play games, and enjoy live entertainment. Wide World of Sports is a deck where people can play basketball, ping pong, and shuffleboard. For children, there's It's a Small World Nursery, where kids six months to three years old can play and interact. Disney Oceaneer Lab and Club allows three to 12-year-olds explore multi-themed magical lands and imaginative sea-themed activities and games. Edge is a tween hangout where they can play games, enjoy arts and crafts, and watch movies. The Vibe is a teen-exclusive area where they can also play games, listen to music, or watch movies. Adults also have some secluded areas like Deck 3's After Hour Clubs, Ogile's Pub, Keys, and Fathoms. Signals, Promenade Lounge, and Cove Cafe all offer mixed drinks and some delicious treats. Promenade Lounge also has live entertainment. For adults, there's also a beverage-tasting event that will cover everything from tequila to whiskey. There are Broadway-style shows with many Disney characters, which may include All Aboard, Let the Magic Begin, A Final Farewell Show, Twice Charmed, A Twist on Cinderella Story, Tangled the Musical, and Disney Dreams, an Enchanted Classic. Former shows included Villains Tonight, which was replaced by Tangled. The ship offers many dining opportunities. Animator's Palette is a unique dinner show which stars Disney characters. Rapunzel's Royal Table offers a fairy tale twist. Lumiere's has impeccable dining with a touch of enchantment. Apollo is an adult-exclusive restaurant offering Italian cooking with a modern twist. Cabana's offers a beach-themed restaurant, allowing guests to feel the beachy vacation vibes. There are quick-service areas like Duck Inn Diner, Pinocchio's Pizzeria, and Daisy's Delights. There are two dessert eateries named Ice Cream Treats and Frozone Treats. Don't feel like leaving the room? The 24-7 room service offers fresh restaurant-style meals for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. 20 Four, seven, room service. Unbelievable. But listen, you got to be careful what you order with room service. You can ask my daughter. She ordered $10 M&Ms because we said, just order <laughs> off a room service, order whatever. Not realizing that the prepackaged things came with an additional charge. So those were the most expensive M&Ms she's ever had. <laughs> were they good? Uh, they were average M&Ms. <laughs> but I thought all food was, in was included. Well, I think that that was probably, they have some things like that that are for sale. Like, 
think of it like a uh, movie theater treats because that's the style packaging it was. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what that was. Um, There's so- a lot to unpack in this history. I'm just saying <laughs> there's a lot in there and a, a lot to discuss. Yeah, Th- there is. Uh, what's your do like the last day on the ship? What's the one thing you guys order from room service? Oh, all hands on deck. All hands on deck. You guys order all hands on deck. I'm always in there eating it with you guys. Uh, we sneak in there and eat eat some of that. And what is it? It's a it's a gourmet cheese. It's like a cheese and fruit plate. So it's kind of like our family's tradition that we will order an all hands on deck, and we have a um, complimentary bottle of champagne because we way too much so that's their little <laughs> that's their little gift to us so we sit on the deck as we sail away from castaway and we eat our all hands on deck and have a glass of champagne and say goodbye to the island so that's their tradition my tradition is to go sneak into the room and eat some of that cheese even though i can just <laughs> order my own because it's more fun to go in there sneak in there eat it tangles on the ship right oh t- great show great, great show, show. mother gothel of course we jen has to go talk to mother gothel gothel because we were Sitting there uh, watching a show, and she was there watching it also. Uh, a different show. It wasn't obviously Tangled, right? But she was sitting there watching the show that we were at, and you actually went to go talk to her, right, Jen? I did. Super nice lady. Actually, follow her. Um, she was on just before um, just before the pandemic. She had actually left the ship and was um, had made her way to Broadway, and then, of course, everything shut down. So very sad. Super talented lady. Um, oh, my gosh. She rocked it. The star of that show, which is a fabulous show um villains tonight i remember seeing that a couple of times and you know it was eh, it was okay i'm I'm tangled is is definitely a more than adequate replacement for that show Mm -hmm. uh the shows in general on on these ships are a phenomenal um you it's definitely kind of the main headlining event of the evening dinner kind of revolves around the show so if you have early dining you eat dinner and then you go to the show or you have the option to and the majority of people do uh and then it's the opposite if you have late dining you go to the show first and then you go mm-hmm. have dinner so um different show every night and all of them have just been like these wonderfully amazing so heavily talented uh cast members that you know it's not uncommon to hear stories of people who you know make it all the way up to yeah. broadway and having their start on the ships so um definitely don't want to miss those um, the bars, I know that Joe and I have hung out at the bars frequently, the O'Gills being one of our favorite five o'clock. They put out those chicken wings, right? They put out ranch. They put out the carrots, the celery, hot dogs, uh, nachos. And I go there, right? We go there, have a drink, do trivia. And I would just tear up the food. So, so delicious. They actually have a beer um, that's brewed specifically for each one of these pubs. And it's actually a really decent beer. Uh, so that's kind of nice to go and get one of those big pints of that. And, um, you know, just kind of sip and like Joe said, relax and play some trivia or some sort of fun game or something like that. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Keys before. Uh, Keys is awesome. I think I've been to that one. Because it's like, a, you know, piano bar takes mm-hmm. requests kind of thing. Great atmosphere. I mean, there, there's plenty to do. 100%. You're never going to be bored. And if you're bored, it's on you. Yeah, yeah it sounds like true. it. Now, hold on. Before we move on, we do. I do definitely want to touch on the different kid areas because okay. I like I like how I like the division in them. Um, which there yeah. is somewhat of division, you know, on, on other cruise lines, but 
Um, I feel like they do a really good job with how they divvy, you know, these kids up. Um, I know that my children, as they've grown, you know, they get very excited to kind of age out into the, the next one. And so, um, you know, I can remember my daughter going into the edge and then into the vibe. And actually we were just talking the other day, cause she'll be 18 on Friday. And so they're so strict on these ships. If you have a birthday on the ship and you're, you're going into the next category, you, um, you age out at midnight. What? Like you mm-hmm. can't. Nope. So like if we were on a ship right now and she was going to turn 18 on Friday, she would be able to go into the vibe until midnight on Thursday night. And as soon as she turned 18, her card would be deactivated. That's crazy. That's serious. Well, but that's good. That's how serious they take their, um, you know, security and things like that with it. Uh, so, but they each, each one is just wildly unique in the things that they do. And, but then you think about it. And so like, let's just say, you know, if you were a kid and you remember doing some things when you were in the ocean air lab in the club, and now the next time you go on the ship, you're in the edge and you're like, oh, I really miss playing, you know, this or that in the, in the ocean air club. So something that they do that's pretty cool is late at night, each one of those, the edge and the vibe, they'll do a takeover of the lab. And so after it's closed and all the little kids are gone, those, one of those groups, they will go down and they'll go back and it's almost kind of like being a little kid again. And they get to go in there and they'll play Gaga ball and they get to play. I did not know that. Yes. Why don't they do so, it for adults? Like cut off time for us <laughs> and we can go in there and play Gaga ball. So it's kind of, you know, it's, it's late, it's after midnight, um, but they do it and it's, it's a lot of fun. And I know that, you know, my teenagers like, Oh heck yeah, we're going to go play Gaga ball at midnight in the kid's place. So it's kind of cool, but yeah, she's really sad because uh, she knows, you know, her time is done and she wanted one more run in um, the teen place before turning 18. And unfortunately, with COVID, it just didn't happen. And um, my son is actually having a hard time, too, because by the time he goes on the wish, he's going to age out of the Ocean Air Club. And yeah. so he's not going to be able to go in there and do all the new things other than open house. So he's pretty upset about that, too. Yeah, I understand why. It stinks. Not only is there all of these places to enjoy, but there's also amazing entertainment on the ships, some seasonal. Mickey's Sail Away Party, a Bon Voyage celebration, is a high-energy party featuring dance mixes and current favorite Disney songs. Pirate Night is a themed dance and dining party where each guest gets a pirate bandana and a dinner menu that resembles an old treasure map. Very Merry Time, New Year's Eve, and Halloween on the High Seas are seasonal parties that have fun events and themed dinners. Frozen Deck Party is a whole day of frozen fun. There is, of course, character meet and greets on the ship, with possibilities of meeting Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Chip and Dale, Goofy, Pluto, Cinderella, Jake, Doc McStuffins, Sophia the First, Queen Elsa, and Princess Anna. Royal Court Royal Tea is a 3-12 to year old tea party, with Disney princesses stopping by to visit. The pools are a fan favorite for guests aboard the ship. There's Goofy's Pool, which is the most popular destination for watery fun. There's the Aqua Dunk, a three-story plunge body slide. Aqua Lab and Nephew Splash Zones are great locations for every member of the family to have fun in the water. For the adults, there's a Quiet Cove Pool, an 18 and over area where adults can relax. Don't forget about those souvenirs. Disney Magic has five shops. Mickey's Main Sale, which specializes in Disney Cruise Line merchandise and accessories. Sea Treasure, a nautical-themed shop with more Disney Cruise Line collectibles, 
only found on the ship. The Vista Gallery is a great place to take a shopping break to enjoy some legendary Disney artist artwork and collectibles. The White Caps Shop has designer handbags, fragrances, and jewelry, but don't skip out on the shop at the Crown Jewelry for luxury timepieces, bracelets, earrings, and rings. After you're all decked out with your cruise line gear, head over to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique to get a makeover for kids. There they will transform your child into a princess, knight, or sea captain. Afterwards, stop by Shutter's Photography Shop to commemorate the trip with professional portrait sessions. Yeah, this was the one of the paragraphs you're like, how is it all this stuff on the ship? Yeah, I was like, what? I mean, that's a day of stuff and you're not even utilizing any of the fun like activities outside. Just going mm-hmm. shopping, getting dressed up and going getting photos done. Yeah, and this was, uh, I believe this was the cruise where my son realized he really liked water slides. <laughs> he didn't do the aqua dunk. He did yes, the he did. yellow one. He did the uh, dunk, the straight down. He didn't do the dunk. No, no, he didn't do the dunk, but he did the yellow one. But he went on it like a million times. I mean, but yeah. he was also young. I mean, when he went on this one, he was probably like five, I think. Probably, yeah, he was five, four or five, I believe. So uh, he, I mean, he went on that yellow slide seriously like a hundred times. Yeah, I can't but, imagine doing all these like water activities and character meets and i mean just it's crazy how much they have packed in the ship and all the interesting things they have planned for your voyage it's amazing yeah i love pirate night pirate night's a lot of fun the frozen deck party was a lot of fun uh obviously probably my favorite party on the ship is the going away the sailing away party <laughs> that's that's my favorite yeah and unfortunately it's kind of postponed right now um they're not really encouraging um, get togethers like that. Yep. Um, so they're not doing that. They actually have a later sail away. Uh, so they're, they're not doing that, but yeah, that's definitely one of those pivotal things that, you know, you're just like, it, it's like the congratulations, you're on vacation. Yeah. And so it's one of those can't miss, you know, events where you're sitting there, everyone's uh, laughing, dancing, you know, you look around, all the adults yeah. seem to have a drink in their hands. Yeah. You know, you're just smiling and it's, then, you know, they're dancing on stage, they count it down and they blow the horn and you just are so happy. You are so happy and you know, you're about to just have fun and mm-hmm. you're about to eat, drink and have a great time with your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it sounds really loud, right? But when you go to that quiet cove area, it's quiet on that side. That's I mean, crazy. They don't lick it. I'm sorry. That's what? crazy. They think you can do that. Oh, it's quiet over there, man. It's like totally peaceful. And sometimes I'm just walking through and I don't want to make too much noise because it's so quiet over there. When I, this is so much I like on these ships. It's there's so much to do on all of these ships. And they're just really, I mean, you could not find yourself doing the same thing twice having never even got off the ship mm-hmm. like you you almost always feel like you have to sacrifice things here or there you know oh I'm not oh you do because i want to do this you do and, you know it's just it's really such an an immersive experience uh immersive vacation i guess you could say yeah. that's why people tend to be those return customers as much as uh they can because it's really just something that's so unique yeah and when i was talking about the sailing away party i got goosebumps like, I seriously got goosebumps. <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The ship's official godmother is Patricia Disney, Roy Disney's wife. In 2017, Disney Magic from the New York to the Bahamas held its first Marvel Day at Sea. 
On the ship's forward funnel, there is a 24 by 14 foot LED screen where guests can watch various movies and show either from the deck or from inside Goofy's pool. The stern of the Disney Magic has Goofy painting. 2005, Disney Magic was dispatched to the West Coast as part of Disneyland's 50th anniversary celebrations as a test for California expansion. Each ship can distill 1,200 tons of fresh water each day from seawater. Sorcerer Mickey stands at the bow of the Disney Magic. We hear Diz his love Disney Magic cruise ship, the original cruise ship for the Disney Cruise Line. It was groundbreaking and instantly hurled Disney into the forefront as a cruise line giant. Nowadays, Disney Magic is offering two-night staycation cruises in the UK, sailing out of London, Southampton, and Newcastle. In October, there will be three-night Halloween-themed Bahama cruises. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Ready to play a memory song? Yes. Here's the debut. This is the debut of a new memory song written by one of our Patreons. So, hey, if you're listening and you have an idea for a memory song, go ahead and email us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. Alex that Newman. Good. That was pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, good job, Steve, man. You got to write some more for us. Yeah, that was great lyrics. <laughs> right? Yeah. So let's talk about our memories. Alex, I feel like we've been talking about that. I know. You guys we, have we had have memories all throughout. But I've been saving them about Marvel stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay. Joe. What's your memory? Oh, dude, I love that. I mean, we went on the Disney Magic, and it was a Marvel Day at Sea cruise. I mean, and it's only one day it's Marvel, right? But that day is like Disney threw up Marvel all over the ship. Everything you do from the, from the morning you wake up to nighttime, it's Marvel, right? And my, one of my favorite things about it is when you're walking around the ship, the captain, whoever comes, up, comes on the ship, and he'll say things like, Peter Parker, you're needed on deck three to you know, take pictures. Or Thor, if you're, if you're you know, listening right now, you have a spe- special package that just arrived on the ship and you're the only one that can move it. And there's small little things like that that really make it cool. Uh, so that's my memory I want to share in the Marvel <laughs> Deity. You know, just the cool, having the, the characters and the, uh, on the ship all day, the theme foods all day. It's, you know, they have people from Marvel come and they do like panels and you can ask them questions. And I, that I, I went to a couple of them. That was a blast. Um, I loved it. So, Jen, you have a memory that you kind of want to share that kind of sticks out? I, you know, I, I really don't. And that's because we, there are so many, I would, it would be like a three-parter podcast of things that, yeah. I, you know, the, there's just the, 
I guess the point is, is that there's so many happy memories. It's hard to isolate just one to be able to talk mm-hmm. about it. And, we, and you're right. We kind of talked about it. We had a bunch of memories that we talked about. But come on, you don't want to talk about the Marvel Day at Sea? And well, how that we was got... great. But yeah. I'm, I'm reserving myself because I feel like that deserves a separate podcast. In itself. Oh, yeah. You're sure. right. Marvel Day at Sea. And Will, that's true. But just real quick. Come on. We saw all the characters before like 11 o'clock. We did have an epic day of <laughs> we did. teamwork, divide and conquer, and still made it to Palo Brunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we saw all the characters. It was cool. But we'll talk about that on yes. uh, Marvel Day of Tea. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between August 9th and August 15th, we'll be featuring the film The One and Only Ivan. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. This is this is review. Review. So this week was Good Dinosaur. And what do you guys think about that movie? Because I've never seen it before. I watched it this little like, you know, I watched it today. I've never seen it before because I heard it was it was like mediocre at best, you know? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah, it's sad, man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw about half a year ago. It was pretty good. I think the funniest part is they give the dinosaurs like like uh, southern accents. (laughs) He's all like, mama, mama. (laughs) What do you think about why they kill off the dad at the beginning? Because they got to kill one parent. They got to kill one parent. Oh, it's terrible. It makes me so sad. I was so hoping throughout the whole thing that eventually they were going to find him. Like he was going to be fine. Oh, you know, but this is the first Disney movie. (laughs) Uh, But this movie was not a box office hit. Oh, no, it was not. not. No, but there there there's been some merch, though, I believe, of of the good dinosaur. Little Uh, bit. It's definitely not one of their heavy hitters. Why do you think it wasn't? I don't know. It's it's a decent movie. It's not terrible. It's not. It's not a terrible movie. It's it's a good movie, right? Yeah. What year did it come out? I don't know. Let me take a look real quick. Hold on. Because that may be. I'm gonna guess 2007. What's your guess, Jen? Oh, I was thinking 2008, 2000. Yeah. 2015. Oh lord. You guys are way off. Wow, not even that long ago. So what else came out in 2015? That would be my question. I'm gonna see Disney movies coming out 2015. Yeah, yeah. No, be this had to be like the the B tier movie released that year. You know how they have we, the A right. tier and the B tier. Yeah, I feel like nowadays this would be a Disney Plus movie. Oh yeah, for yes, sure, hundred percent for sure. I do want to mention though, it's kind of weird that the usually in the, these movies you got the the human, and they're the ones who talk, and then the animal is the one that doesn't talk. Right? Yeah, this is like a flip flop. Right. Right. right, where the animal, where the dinosaur talked. Yeah, it, you know, I mean, I think that they tried to be a little innovative with it, you know, like by doing that things like that. But ultimately, sometimes there's, you know, that right 
formula that makes it a smash hit. And sometimes they're, you know, it's a miss. And mm-hmm. this one, while not a bad movie, just yeah. ended up being a miss. Yeah, yeah. This one didn't, you know, we kind of talked about a couple episodes ago where at one point in Hollywood that you're making great movies and you make one that's like, okay, it's it's good that that Hollywood shuts you out. But I I think this movie, the 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 characters, I wouldn't say are, they're they're likable, but they're not lovable. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel like. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. My son came in and he watched like the last half of it and he liked it. I like um, the rancher uh, T-Rexes. Or, or, was that for, no, <laughs> raptors. The rancher. I think they're like T-Rexes, like the big, yeah. the big T. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're... they move kind of quick for T-Rexes. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. When they were running, I was like, I'm like, what are they? But they got to be T-Rexes because of how big they were. Um, I like how they were farmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was kind of cool. Overall, it was a good message in the story. Uh, it was a good story to watch, but definitely not one of my favorite Disney movies. And I think I, my opinion kind of is what the majority kind of feels. Right. Right. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Okay, so what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? Jungle Cruise came out. Yes. Did you guys, Jen, did you watch it or no? No, I haven't seen it yet. Nathan's going to be coming over this weekend. I think he's going to watch it with us. We watched it. We watched it. We loved it. Absolutely loved it. Mixture of Pirates and Mummy. You know, uh, great yeah. movie. Love the movie. I liked it better than Black Widow. You already know how I feel about Black Widow. <laughs> liked it a lot better than Black Widow. What do you think of it, Alex? Um, I liked it. I I kind of watched it in. Uh, it didn't keep my kids' attention, so they kind of got loud in the between in the middle of it and started playing and stuff. So I had to watch it again. But it was a piece of decent movie. I think I could watch it again. I'm not sure though if I'll watch it a third time in the near future. <laughs> I like how you. Uh, that's pretty good. I like. It's good enough. I'll watch it twice, but after that, I could probably wait a couple years before I watch it again. Yeah, Jen, the jokes at the beginning. Oh yeah, straight yeah, yeah. from the ride, straight okay. from the ride. Yes, the backside of water, everything. It, it's really good. I don't want to give away too 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 many spoilers. Yeah, but it definitely had that like national treasure type feel. Mummy, Pirates of the Caribbean, fun watch. I'm, I'm sure they'll make another one. Uh, the Rock, you know, charming, charisma, Emily Blunt, great. Uh, I'm not sure who played the character of the brother but he was awesome too i think yeah i've never seen him he was good yeah he was really good we, Dude, had, jen. we had a busy weekend so we did what'd you do jen where'd you go uh we went to fort wilderness and we rented a cabin for my son's 12th birthday nice so uh he got to do um a bro's birthday and he took a handful of friends and we invaded the fort and just kind of had a low profile. We didn't go to any parks or anything. We just kind of utilized everything at um, Fort Wilderness. And uh, it was a lot of fun. 
definitely one of his highlight birthdays. And of course we love the Fort Joe and I yeah. stayed there several times over the years. And, um, it's definitely a really fun staycation. Is, so I would highly recommend that. Is that where you and I, Joe stayed? No, we stayed at the Treehouse. Okay. So at Saratoga Springs, which was really nice too. Okay. Uh, but Fort Wilderness, the property's massive. I mean, there's so many different things you can do there. And we had a golf cart this time, you know, oh, usually we yeah. cheap out. Yeah, but we decided to we decided to bite the bullet and get that golf cart. And let me tell you, we've been just missing out on life. Hey, really? How'd you live without it? We, huh? we use the golf cart so much. We just we would make excuses, all of us, to just <laughs> can we go drive? All right, I'm gonna go take a drive. Like I went to go get coffee one morning because we were out, and the coffee shop didn't open for like an hour, and I just drove around <laughs> by myself. <laughs> <laughs> just drove around. Just, I just drove around because it was fun. <laughs> Obviously, you watched uh, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, that's about it, honestly. Um, not much else. I just made macarons for the first time ever. And How did that go? Pretty good. I made cinnamon bun. I mimicked it after the Gaston cinnamon buns I made a while ago. So I used okay. that recipe and I added some of it to the macaron to oh. make it similar to that. And uh, it came out pretty good. Not gonna lie. Who do you think came out better? Christina or yours? Mine. I think mine came out better. But Joe well, will be well, the judge tonight when he comes over. Yeah, and I'm them. about to go over there right after this. I'm about to judge it. So real quick before, you know, we, we, there's a lot of news that came out this week, but I don't want to get too much into the news because I was talking about this earlier with someone else that there's like a million Disney news podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, so, and we're not, you know, a Disney news podcast. We're, right. We like to focus on one history piece and we kind of go over it. But real quick, Disneyland came out with annual pass, like a, a key to what do they call it, Jen. Um, isn't it passport keys? Yeah. Some- I, I didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> Yeah, because the reason why we didn't pay attention to it is because we're waiting for the one over here in Florida to come out at Walt Disney World. I'm, yeah. I'm just waiting for those annual passes to come out to find out all about them. Um, so I'm sure when they do come out, which is supposed to be this month, we'll talk a lot about those. Also, Ryan, the Disney nerd on Instagram, reached out to me. And I know a couple of weeks ago, we did a history on Main Street um, USA over at Magic Kingdom. And this is what he said. I just want to share it. Hey, I was listening today to the Main Street episode two. And you guys mentioned the fake flags on Main Street. There's another reason those are missing stars. Main Street takes place on the 4th of July around the turn of the century. And of course, we didn't have 50 states then. So the flags wouldn't have 50 stars, which oh, is kind of okay. interesting. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So if you guys, you know, if you're listening to, to an episode and you have any tidbits that you want to share, go ahead and find us on social media. Go to, go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And you can find all of our links on there. Go ahead and send us a message. We would love to hear from you guys anyway. So send us a message about anything, um, but especially if you want to share those cool little like tidbits. So that's the his on the Disney magic. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.